is good to find dolls to find dudes. I want to make this one short. It is a Saturday and I am ready to take a cat nap. So, but this is what came to my mind, right? We've been talking a little bit about AI and how it's going to make several jobs obsolete. And, you know, um, we were kind of talking a little bit about how black women are kind of getting dinged in, in the black community because we're pursuing, you know, degrees that um, are supposed to put us online to um, help us make more, you know, have more longevity and to make us more competitive is, is the term that comes to mind, right? So there is a little bit of cost. Um, it's been really fascinating to listen to some of the conversations and even, you know, just being reminded that um, you can go and get a, a degree or a specialized degree in software development and make upwards of that in the words of Crimson Cure, raggedy 60,000, easily 70,000, entry up to 150,000. And I think what she said is if you're specialized, you're looking at, at anywhere close to 500,000 a year, right? Um, I also encourage you to look at uh, one of my favorite things that came out of Black Women in Luxury um, movement was there was a, um, a spinoff where we were asking, well, how do you make the money? And a lot of them were in tech, right? And in AI and IT. And I know there's a little bit of shifting. Some women have mentioned that they've left it. And so, you know, if, if it's something you love and or you're good at, then this is a great time for there to be more collaboration amongst ourselves. You know, um, I know that there's a couple of apps that I want to make, and I know one of them has to do with finance. Um, I just haven't come across a woman that, that can do it for me, but I know that's definitely on the table. Um, there's even like uh, astrology apps out there too that you can create. You know, um, I already mentioned the young lady that is on, she has a billion dollar industry. She's about maybe 15 podcasts back and she created software or kind of like an app or, or something having to do with technology where um, doctors and medical offices can um, get the, the medical staff that they need. And so that was pretty cool. But um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to title this, you know, um, something probably a little bit of petty. I want to say pappy, but if the pappy, if the, if the person, if your significant other you know, um, or baby daddy is, um, a truck driver or delivery driver. Let me just give you, I'm going to try to remember. So one of them is California laws, um, and auto driving cars. And I think there might be something else. Let me see if it comes back to me. But, um, I have mentioned this before too. We are always looking for different investment ventures and, um, so one one thing that came up and I think has been lucrative up until this point is investing in a truck. I mentioned I wanted to get one for myself, one for my niece. Um, and then I, there's two brothers that want to get a truck and my my dad. But the thing is why we're, we kind of held off cause, um, was because, uh, in my opinion, I was doing some research and... I came across some stuff that said that we are getting ready to transition to automated truck driving. Are we maybe looking at a good maybe two, two to five years out? 
it's quite possible, right? But as for me, um, best thing to do is just set the money aside for a truck and then, um, you know, kind of still stay on track to get a truck. But it's more likely that um, I will get an automated truck and um, versus investing in the model now, which involves, you know, paying for the, the the driver and then going through the contract of them getting it loaded. So um, here's what's interesting. I think I wanted to talk about um, Amazon, California, and even um, I think it's Domino's. So the interesting thing too about uh, Domino's, Domino's Pizza for, for a fact ha- already has automated um, vehicles that deliver and what happens is, um, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, they're Teslas, right? So, and if you're into investing, uh, I need to probably get some some more stock in Tesla because I'm going to tell you why, and it's going to make sense with this and and the other thing about California laws, right? Um, they, uh, I believe it's it's uh, Domino's bought a bunch of of Teslas. And those things can self-drive. They can auto, they can drive themselves. And then they just kind of re-engineered it a little bit or refabricated or kind of like reconstructed it, modified it. That's the word. They modified the vehicle so that um, all you have to do is just put the pizza, you know, and it would even make sense that if, if, if they can keep it kind of like a, a oven in there to where you have at least 10 orders, you you fill it up with the um with the pizzas and then um when your when your order arrives you come out and you punch a code in and it will you know bring your your order up to the top you you take your food and then it closes up and it just drives off right and so uh what was interesting to me too I had mentioned before that um I remember one day I was driving and I saw this this guy and what troubled me, you know, and disturbed me a little bit was um, this is around that same time that that guy with the monkey pox had the audacity to go to like different um, like McDonald's and Burger Kings and exchanging money and cards and touching all kinds of stuff, you know, get it was just disturbing. And so I saw him. And he was at a car and it said DoorDash on it. So I was like, oh, he got a company vehicle. Now, mind you, his he didn't even look professional. Like his pants were, you could see his butt crack type of thing. And he was starting to scratch himself. And he was looking at his phone like he was trying to, because I was at the light. I was at the stoplight. And I'm like, what in the name of Samuel is going on here? So then I'm looking and he's scratching himself and looking at his thing and like, he opens the back, looks, you know, with some stuff, goes back, closes the door, opens the front door, and he's looking at his app the whole time. I'm like, you know what? He probably can't even read and understand what it's telling him to do because I'm pretty sure he don't have a fourth grade. And I, you know, whatever. Let me leave that alone. But um, it, it's, it's interesting that he had a company car. Most people have their own car. But a lot of people, I think, take for granted that, oh, well, I can make good money doing Instacart. I can make money doing, um, uh, what's the other one? Like DoorDash, Uber, Lyft, right? And it's even to the point, like, I, I, I will probably play with this model a little bit. Um, but 
what would it mean to have a fleet of Teslas that auto self-drive and um, just contact them out, you know, and have people get into the car for the lift and you just punch your directions in somehow if you can wire that configuration and it drops them off. And then now I'm not worried about getting mugged, you know, or or you trying to assault me and, and do all kinds of stuff. You just get in the back. I voice commanded or program it to take you wherever it needs to take you, you know, and it just whatever. So, so there's that part. I think that it's something coming down the pipeline. If I didn't already mention, Amazon also has automated cars. Um, and so it's, it, it's still in the trial phase, I believe, or in the, in the baby phases and in the initial phases. And so it's something coming. It's not something going. And um, it's all good in games and it's easy for you to get a job at Amazon and it's easy for you to get a, a job at DoorDash and the uh, entry barrier to entry is low. But once you start conversing those conversions, because now it's going to be more efficient, right? And there's going to be less risk involved and there's more efficiency. Like it's even to the point where sometimes I've even had when I ordered DoorDash, I have had not only creepy people, it's to the point where I wish I hadn't put like my girl name because sometimes um, I notice that with either Instacart or um, um, DoorDash, some of the guys are creepy and they'll be trying to have a conversation with you. And not, mind you, they can't even see my face, but they it's a girly name. So it's kind of like, well, let me flirt with you a little bit. And I've had them stay at the door like they're expecting me to come to the door. And I'm like, no, leave it, leave it at the um thing. I see you on the surveillance. Go ahead, just you know, leave it where it, where it's supposed to be. But um, but also I've also had people um take like if they wanted some snacks, like if I got Cheetos, they would just help themselves to to a thing. Of, so I would get like two. I would get two instead of three that I ordered, or or stuff like that too, where the fries would be gone. Um, I, I noticed one time there was, I forget which one it is. I think Cheesecake Factory, this, they do this a lot. Like if they, um, if they DoorDash for, uh, Cheesecake Factory, they will take the side of bread, right? Um, and at that point that lets you know they're hungry too. And I think there's another restaurant that is like, if they, uh, give you a side, they will, I've noticed that a lot. So now if you're using those automated, um, services as long as they or you know place the right items in that in the vehicle for you you don't have to worry about people touching your food you know outside of like the confines of the restaurant type of thing and the workers there but you don't have that you're eliminating the middleman and all the risk that comes with the middleman you know sometimes i'll be watching like when they pull up and stuff and i'm like sometimes i'm like ooh i don't even know if i want to like eat the food <laughs> type of a thing and thankfully like for the most part they're kind of um clean and or presentable could be creepy you know type of a thing but um I know for some people it's kind of like this person looks like they have disease and or you know you just kind of hope that the restaurant when they send it that it's sealed you know because it's like you don't want them to have their grubby hands you know, in your food or in your fries or opening your drink and that type of thing. So, so you're eliminating those types of things, right? And, um, 
Last but not least is California just passed a law that by 2035, um, they are banning the use of gas vehicles and you have to use uh, electric powered vehicles. I'm not a fan of it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll stock up on stock that stock stock up that that's, that has to do with it, and or go a little bit more heavy in Tesla. Even though right now it's going through a, I, we would say it's on sale because um, I'm not a fan of it. Because I kid you not, like earlier, well, it was last month or beginning of last month. Uh, there were three Teslas within a one week period that ran out of juice and it took me one time. It took me two hours to get home. No, a drive that normally is 20 minutes. And thankfully I didn't have to go pee or anything. So I just put my music on and I was just dancing in my car and having a good time. Uh, listen to a lot of music. I hadn't, you know, I got to go through my playlist and everything and so I was kind of just thankful that's the kind of personality I have. I just, as soon as I saw what was happening, I just put my music on. And like I said, I just had a really good time. But I know I couldn't imagine if you had kids or an appointment or like if you had to go show a house or, you know, go to an interview and or had to go pee and or about to run out of gas. It What had happened was the... um. They ran out of juice and then the, the, the tractor had it, not the tractor, the tow truck had to come and um, close down traffic. And one of them, it was in a area where they had construction. So it was like hard for the tow truck to get there. And then when I finally got off my exit, right, it was maybe I'd spent about two hours, like the last um, hour and a half. I was maybe like, if I say three exits away. By the time I got to my exit, um, which is where the, the problem was, the you could see the Tesla there. And then there were two other times where we had, it wasn't that bad, but it kind of slowed us down another like maybe 10, 15 minutes for the tow truck to get to the Tesla. And it's in the middle of like the road or on the, on the, in the fast lane. Uh, I remember, yeah, one time I was driving and the, the Tesla was in the fast lane. It was just a sitting duck. And I'm like, the person can't get out the car and these cars are going fast. And you got to hope that they can, you know, you're not on your phone. And then you look up and then you hit into it and that type of thing. So I'm not a fan because it takes at least half an hour for you to charge your car. And that's not accounting for the amount of time if there's a line, right? So I like the idea of even with Costco lines right now with gas cars, gas vehicles, you just pull up, you may, you know, probably will wait about 10 minutes in the long lines, put in, in three or less than five minutes, like in three minutes, your car is filled of gas and you have like anywhere from 200 to 300 um, miles and you're good to go with half an hour charge, you get a hundred miles, right? So it's just, in a way, slowing things down. Another concern that I have, too, <laughs> as I'm telling you to load up on this stock, right? And it, you're going to load up on the stock because it's the increase, there's going to be demand for those types of vehicles. Am I going to buy one? No, not necessarily. Um, I was talking to this one lady at where I go to, and she's she was bringing it to my mind. She's like, you are on a battery pack. You're on a lithium battery pack so you're increasing your chances of getting cancer 
you know, um, and so it made me think about it. I was like, yeah, that's wild. You know, I don't think we've really explored the you're basically in a microwave is what it comes down to. Um, and she was even talking about like even with the solar panels on your house, you're kind of increasing your chances for cancer because of the lithium that's in it. And it becomes radioactive and you have this huge th- thing on your house. And it's just it made me I'll, I need to research it a little bit more. But um, those things alone, I, I, I used to, eh, I'm not the biggest fan of how it looks. I think it's cool. It, I think it's a symbol of prestige for some people. Um, but it's not my thing. I'm more of a Bentley girl. <laughs> but, um, but California just passed a law banning, you know, gas vehicles. And so there's going to be a spike in, in that. And also I remember, um, uh, oh, what is it? Meet Kevin was talking about this, but you can also invest in the, it's not gas stations, but the powering systems for these. Um, some of them kind of are in their initial phases as well, too. So you can research those. Um, I could look through my list on Robinhood because I put lists of all the stuff I want to invest in. But ideally, you don't want to do... I don't think you want to do more than 15 at a time, 15 stock. Or if you're diversifying, like have different accounts with, you know, 15. But if you have 25, it's almost too much, according to what I think I've heard Meet Kevin say and stuff. But, um, hmm. Yeah, so those are my thoughts, you know. Um, anybody who's going to be, who is counting on perpetually, you know, living off of being a DoorDash driver, they do make money. Instacart drivers, they do make good money. Um, and it's even things like you have to pay attention to, um, how they eliminated jobs. Cause the place that I go to Ralph's, I saw it coming down the pipeline. Now, keep in mind, we also, this, this is happening to us in phases, right? So Walmart, I believe was one of the places where they had the self-checkout, right? And then the Ralph's I go to, they have the self-checkout. You see it at Target, so on and so forth, right? But then, um, Ralph's was one of the first ones to have the, they would give you, I remember this guy, I went three times and it was a different guy trying to convince me every time, like, ma'am, do you want to try it? It's like our new technology. And we just, you know, would I will give you a free bag if you try it. So the third time I was like, okay, fine type of a thing. And he was so nice. It was so funny. So he showed me how to use a little scanner. So I would just go through and scan my own stuff as I'm putting it into the cart. And then all I have to do is just um, put the hover the the um, ah, it's not coming to my mind right now. But you would put the device and it would just pick up how much you had to put. It was super easy. But you kind of and so now they're eliminating again, kind of speeding up the process, the automation automation process in terms of the self checkout lines being shortened in time. But it's also allowing them to study your your patterns. Um, and also, I do believe, I've mentioned this before, they already have robots that are security, that work as security. Um, and they also, you know, it could get to the point where they're going to just have the robots go to the shelf, with, you know, put it into the cart check it out and then it would just go out to the car maybe somebody would load it into the car 
and then it would just come to your house and you just un- unlock the car and get your groceries out, right? Which another thing to like to me, I'm actually okay with going out to get my own stuff from the car. Um I don't have a problem with that. I I don't like to engage with with anybody coming to my house. I don't even I like I said I already have a problem with it being like a girly name. If I had known, um I would have changed it to like Jim Bob Billy Bo or something or some Jim Billy Bob Bo or something. I don't know. But um I think um Yeah, those are my thoughts. It's just something to think about and I'm going to double check because I, I remember I was really happy with it. And I remember I told one of my f- former co-workers um, in IT, he used to look out for me. Like he made sure I had everything I needed for me and my staff in terms of anything technological. And he did a phenomenal job in training his workers to be professional, but also top of the line. But um. I believe it's called um, Google IT certification, and you can take the model. Let me look it up right now too. I'll probably do a separate podcast on it. And um, it's it's uh, self like self study, and I believe it was only like forty nine dollars a month. Yeah, here it is, Google IT certificate, and um, it is really easy to get through. So you can go to like grow.google, Google Career Certificates, IT Support Certificate. They have an IT program. This is what it is. It was Coursera. I took the course through Coursera and it says here, learn in-demand skills that will have you ready in less than six months, seven-day trial. Um, You can learn a skill in two hours and they do give you certificates. And um, I'm really, really happy with it. And you can even specialize like in database ma- management. You could do cybersecurity with it too. Um, and I did like it because one of the things when they do the intro module for it, um, I'm impressed. They they want to make sure that you understand the content. So they will they can tell based on how you're moving through the content if you need more reinforcement reinforcement in some areas, and um, you'll get quizzed and then. Um, what else was I going to say? They actually, one of the modules talks about how Google takes pride in hiring the people who complete the certificate program with them. And they will even teach you and mentor you to make sure that you get placed into good paying jobs. So like I said, I'm super impressed with it. I am on a different track, but I, I'm telling you, I went through it. I, if you didn't already know, I love to learn, um, and I I uh, was able, I think it would have normally taken me a month to complete the program, but I, I really enjoyed it. Like I remember staying up late one night and just working through the content and I finished the first module in about two weeks. So, but um, like I said, I've kind of taken a, a, a different path, but um, again, it's super affordable, you guys, $49 a month at the time that I was um, in it. And one of the other things, too, so you have all these other ones like Hackbrite Academy. I don't know if that's a credible type of thing, but I can tell you Coursera is good here, too. It says, um, how much can you make with the Google IT certificate? Yeah, 
Yeah, so it says, while ZipRecruiter is seeing annual sal- salaries as high as 158000 and as low as 20500 the majority of Google IT certificate salaries currently range between 35000 to 90000 with top earners making 135 annually across the across. So, um... If you're in one of those positions, please understand that you can pivot. Um, here it is six months. If you don't have the kids, and but you still have to kind of work or pay for your other expenses, take, you know, one or two hours a day, you know, during the week or do it on the weekends and commit to, you know, um, changing your outcome. And it, like I said, I uh, am turning this probably into some type of commercial. I really, truly was impressed with it. I'm clicking on it right now, too. So Google IT Support Professional Certificate. Um, is it? Am I still? I wouldn't be logged in. Um, and here it is. Like I'm already on the page and it says, whoops, enroll for free and start September 3rd. So I think you can start every like every Sunday. And then um, the other thing too here was um, it says financial aid available, but I just paid the $49 a month. But, you know, by all means, if there's financial aid available, check it out. I might do a separate podcast on this, you know, and again, so here it says it takes approximately six months to complete and the suggested pace is 10 hours a week, but I was just kind of booking it, really enjoyed it. And, um, I finished like one module in two weeks. So that means that I probably could have finished in three months if I had stayed on course with it, um, and uh, just to talk a little bit about how it does it, I love it because I'm a kinesthetic learner. Um, and so the type of person who will do well with this is they have um, they have the written. You can also have somebody read the content for you. And, but they also have little videos that you watch. So there's like people talking and um, they also have little quizzes every, you know, every couple of maybe like every segment, like maybe every five to 10 minutes, depending on how fast you read. So it's very engaging. And I I could go back in and I still remember, listen, at the end of the first module, I was already assembling a computer. I already had to just go through and um, look at the, you know, like the hardware, where to put them in. I still, it was amazing. So I love it. And it's one of those things where it's great for men. It's great for women. I was going to say it's great for women first, but great for men too. Because um, if I think about as much as I kind of um, am disappointed, and so I do snap a little bit. But for men, it would make sense because it um, the visual component and if they're good at like mechanics and hands-on and that type of thing, you get that that feel also from this and um yeah i got three more minutes so it says um they also help you with customer service like i do remember that part they they um asked me like what how would i reply to a client if they needed stuff i also did like a remote access project and i also did a little bit of coding um, so yeah, you guys, I really highly recommend it. It says here there are 400,000 job, U.S. job 
openings in IT and a $52,000 median entry level salary in IT support. And that's median, again, if if you have um, a diverse background in customer service or retail, um, it, it's going to take you that much more further. But this is assuming like you're coming out of high school with no um, work experience, but in my case, I had experience and in, in several degrees, then that will help me with my placement, you know? And so it says here, over five courses, right? Learn in-demand skills that prepare you for an entry-level job. So yeah, if it was five courses, I would have been done in about 10 weeks, which would have been about um, eight, nine, 10. Yeah, like two and a half months, three months. And then... Um, it says, upon completion, you can directly apply for jobs with Google, over 150 U.S. employers, including Walmart, Best Buy, and Astraea. 75% of Google career um, certificate graduates in the United States report an improvement in their career trajectory, right? So you're going to significantly improve it. And remember, I've been encouraging you to if you're looking for a promotion on the job, this is excellent. Let your boss know or your supervisor know I'm taking this. How can I apply the things that I'm learning to the job? Um, and just play your cards differently too because you might want to just take this type of course and then at the end of the three to six months, let them know that you have the certificate because sometimes they will try to sabotage you and or you might not understand what you're dealing with until you're through the program. But hey, work in silence if you need to. It just depends on your level of comfortability or what's what's appropriate. But if you hate your job, commit yourself to spending the next six months, you know, to knock this out $50 a month and... um Get that certificate and then start to explore your options. Move in silence, but move up and ascend and, and let's get to it. I love this kind of stuff, you know. Um, so just know that I'm rooting for you at the end of the day. And not all. I One thing I learned from, from trading and then I'm going to get off here is trading allowed me to see that, you know, when the stock market is down, I don't view I don't go into panic mode. That changed my life so much because I just view stock as being on sale. Have I lost money? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like one of those things. It's kind of like everything's on sale right now. And I know it's going to go up and we're going through cycles. So it's a little bit hard in the sense of like just waiting for the 12 months, 24 months, 36 months. But in the long term, I know that we're going through rotations of... um you know, what we value as a community and what we don't, right? So different sectors are going to, this next uh, December that's coming up, some sectors are going to fail, some are not going to be as strong, some things are going to get flushed out, but um, that's okay, right? And so when I talk about some jobs becoming obsolete, I think, oh, I didn't take a screenshot of it, Um I did take a screenshot of it, but I ended up using another thumbnail. I had done a Google search asking about AI and employment. And it said that eight, by by 2025, so in three years, y'all, less than two, in two and a half years, we will see 85,000 jobs gone. But it will create 95 or 97,000 jobs, right? But what it is, is you have to pivot. Right. And you have to um, 
sharpen your skills. And so this is where the education is important, you know? So I just kind of love this kind of stuff, y'all. And yeah, let me let me just leave it here. Short, sweet, and to the point. I hope it was a blessing. I hope it was motivational. Until the next podcast, peace.